Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That's right. Crowley back with you. I hope you enjoyed the dulcet tones of Nicholas Callis yesterday on the early morning show. Brought to you by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. On Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley and 412-928-9370. That is the number to call. Still figuring out the phone lines, but you call, I'll put you on. I don't care if it's awkward. I don't care if there's dead air. I'd just like to talk to you. Yesterday, Omar Khan spoke. He's at the NFL Combine as are all the beat writers, Ray Fittipaldo at 8 o'clock on the Fan Morning Show. He's out in Indianapolis. He was bitching about the Wi-Fi yesterday, so hopefully we'll be able to connect with him. Nice to see his stories got posted. But that's not what I want to talk about. Ray Fittipaldo, the phone, all that crap. No! Omar Khan, he talked. And he discussed the structure of how things are going to work for the draft in the Steelers' front office. Andy Weidel brought in from Philadelphia... He's going to set the draft board. That's what he did in Philly. Hey, this guy's 10th. Whoa, this guy's 47th. Oh, this guy's 756th. That's what he did there. Seemed to work out for Philly. It's what he's going to do here in Pittsburgh. But the interesting part for me is that Omar said that he, Mike Tomlin, and Art Rooney II will be in charge of the actual drafting of the players. Now, this isn't necessarily a surprise. Mark Aboli's been saying this for a long time, and now it was confirmed by Omar Khan. But I got to think, and I'm not trying to take shots at Omar here, the money guy who's been a wonderful asset for the Steelers for a long time, restructuring contracts, figuring things out with the cap. But you mean to tell me that he's going to sit there with Mike Tomlin and Art Rooney II, and he's going to have at any point final say? I just find that hard to believe. I would think this is another situation of Mike Tomlin not necessarily accruing more power, but if he had power before and he was making decisions with Kevin Colbert, I would imagine he would defer in some instances to Kevin Colbert. I'm not so sure he's deferring to Omar Khan. I would think he'd have a hard time doing that, and I would think Art Rooney II would have a hard time saying, oh, Omar, I trust your player evaluation over Mike Tomlin's player evaluation. And I do think it's problematic because Mike Tomlin's the coach. Mike Tomlin is in charge of a lot of the staff hirings, 
and goings-on. Mike Tomlin is basically the defensive coordinator as well. We've been told that he calls a lot of the defense on the field on Sundays. And if he's going to be the guy who's largely in charge of drafting the players, that's a lot of control for one guy to have. Now, looking around the NFL, I'm not so sure that's not how it works in other places, but I I like delegation. I like people to be in certain roles, and I don't want one man to have all that power. I like diversity of thought. I like multiple cooks in the kitchen. Not too many cooks. No, no, no. That's supposedly bad. But I do like multiple opinions to be considered, and I would think Mike Tomlin, who was at the table for all these general manager interviews, is going to have more say than Omar Khan. 412-928-9370. You're live on the air. What's going on? Crowley, Crowley. Stiz, Stiz. What's up, man? What you up to? Where you uh, I was off yesterday. I did the show on Monday night, and Craig Riley said, ah, don't do the quick turnaround. Just take the day off. We'll have that's Nicholas Callis. So there that's you go. That's unacceptable. That's the first thing that's unacceptable. The second thing real fast is that you need to you need to jump on the pump it up challenge. I know you watched the video. I'm I'm amazing. My dance moves are fresh. But anyways, listen, cause um, the still your question on uh, the about the Steelers backup, um, I, I you 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 got to roll with Trubisky. Um, if you look at your options, he's got Rudolph, who obviously the Steelers thought they had a first round grade on him. They thought they got a steal. Rudolph stands tall in the pocket like a statue. He does not move around. He just looks lost back there. At least with Trubisky, you get that ability to run the run pass options. You you, you get a player that's mobile. You don't get that frozen look in the pocket. And your other options are free agency and the draft. And I don't see anybody in free agency. I mean, you got Mariota that just got released by the Falcons. But there's a reason these guys are getting released. Do you understand I'm getting at? And then you have the draft. Obviously, we're not going to draft a quarterback we're going for the line brother and uh so Trubisky is your best option as a backup so well, tell me how you feel about that and thank you for the call Stiz really appreciate it as always buddy it's not that Mitch Trubisky's not a good backup quarterback in the NFL I mean you look around the league I think you can do a lot worse than that guy Omar Khan yesterday for reference he said that Mitch Trubisky has been a wonderful asset was really good with Kenny Pickett and that not only do they want him to be the guy behind Kenny this year, but also beyond. It's not that he can't be a good backup in this league. We saw him come in and beat Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a wonderful second half. Chase Claypool's breakout game before Chase Claypool got traded, right? We also saw him P1 away against the Baltimore Ravens, where he threw three interceptions, two of which were in the red zone. And maybe if he plays better in that game, the Steelers actually make the playoffs. But hey, that's what you get with a backup quarterback. A little of this, a little of that. Can you survive a three-game stretch with Mitch Trubisky as your QB? Yeah, I think you can if your roster construction is good enough. The problem with Trubisky is my guy's making $10.6 million against the cap this year. It's supposed to be a massive advantage for you if you've got a rookie quarterback because you don't have too much money tied up in that position. Well, if you're paying this guy $10.5 million against the salary cap this year, you start to lose some of that advantage. That is a ton of money for a backup quarterback. So you ask yourself the question, are there guys who are going to be available on the free agent block that are going to save you money and give you similar results to Mitch Trubisky? I have no doubt that he's a good influence. Everyone was raving about this guy in training camp last year. 
He's a wonderful influence. He's a leader. Okay, great. That is valuable when you've got a young quarterback. And I do think it's incredibly important to have a good backup because Kenny Pickett dealt with the concussion issues that he dealt with this year. And, well, Kenny Pickett's not a little guy. He's also not on the bigger side for NFL quarterbacks. So I do think you want to have a backup. But $10.6 bucks against the salary cap is an awful lot of money to tie up. It's just a ton. And I do think that the money could be spent better elsewhere. Now, if you cut him, it would be near $3 million of dead cap space. So then you got to pay another backup. Let's say you pay that guy eight, uh, $5 million bucks. That would be $8 million then tied up and back up instead of 10. So maybe it's not that big of a savings, but two and a half million bucks, if let's say that's what winds up being the savings, if you sign a guy and cut Mitch, I mean, that could still help you out a little bit. And you got to pay Cam Sutton, who Omar Khan said yesterday is a priority for the Steelers. And it should be. If you lose Cam Sutton in free agency, I think cornerback vaults to your number one need in the draft. You lose Sutton. Not sure what's going to become of Akella Witherspoon. Levi Wallace, to me, is just a guy. He's okay. Without Cam Sutton, you are in a bad way. Now, they might yet draft a cornerback with the 17th overall pick anyhow. We've seen them link to Joey Porter Jr. a ton. Mel Kuyper Jr.'s latest mock draft had them taking Joey Porter Jr. There is a ton of smoke there. But it becomes a necessity, a must, to take a corner with the 17th overall pick if you don't bring back Cam Sutton, who is a very good player and an underrated one. If you look at some of his metrics, according to Pro Football Focus, he's probably one of the better corners in the league, and you can move him outside, you can move him inside. He's a versatile player. I would pay the guy. I would rather dance with the devil I know, too, because if you don't bring him back, You're going to have to go out and pay somebody in free agency. And you just don't know how they're going to fit in your system. So I do think Cam Sutton should be a priority. Omar Khan also said everything is on the table as it relates to trading the 32nd pick in the draft, as it should be. It's not a first-round pick technically this year because Miami had to forfeit theirs due to all their Tom Brady doings. So you will have a break between day number one of the draft and day number two. There's going to be a handful, at the very least, of good players available with the first pick in the second round. You're going to get trade calls. You're going to get a lot of trade calls. And depending on how the draft unfolds, you could have teams that are offering a fair amount. So... It makes no sense to rule out a move. What I wouldn't do is package the 32nd pick with the 17th overall pick and move up in the draft. That, to me, doesn't make sense. You'd have to be in love with a player. I only do that if I'm going for a quarterback and they're not. That's the only way I definitively am saying I'm trading up in a draft is when I need a quarterback And I feel so strongly about a guy that I've got to move up and get him. 
or if you believe someone could be a future Hall of Famer one day. What I'm not doing is packaging 32 and 17 to go up for a specific position. Because the last time they drafted for position, not player, it was Devin Bush. And, well, we know what happened there. 412-928-9370, that's the number. We go out to the phones. What's up? You're on the early morning yeah, show. Eddie, Eddie Kennedy. What up, Ed? Hey, uh, I agree with you on defense. Uh, in the fourth quarter this year, the Steelers couldn't stop Adam Carley's daughter. I'm not sure if they see oh. it that way, though. You know, you've got cornerback. Are they going to draft their usual inside linebacker in safety? I don't think they're going to take an outside linebacker, an inside linebacker, or a safety in round one. I think it's probably going to be a corner or an offensive or defensive lineman. That would be my best guess. It did sound yesterday like Omar Khan was not all that interested in drafting a wide receiver high that they're comfortable with the room that they have. I think it's a mistake to rule that out, too. While I don't think it's as big of a need as corner or offensive or defensive lineman, I don't think you ever err if you're giving a franchise quarterback, and they think Kenny Pickett is that guy, another weapon. So I wouldn't rule that out, but it did seem a little bit yesterday like Omar Khan did. 412-928-9370 on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. We'll continue to talk about Omar Khan, his comments from yesterday. Steelers general manager talks. We talk about it. But also, moving and shaking going on in Penguin land. Will a move be enough to save Ron Hextall's job? We'll get to that next. It's the early morning show, 93.7 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How about last night or yesterday afternoon, whatever it was, the Pirates and Orioles wanted to play a bottom of the ninth inning despite the Pirates leading 7-4 at home. But the umpires, umpires, excuse me, not emperors, umpires, they left after the top half thinking the game was over. So the Bucks and O's played the final half inning, without any umpires. It's always asking for trouble whenever you're playing without officials, whenever you're calling your own fouls, right? You play pickup basketball. That's a foul. No, it's not. Bang, fight. Happens all the time. Now, this is Major League Baseball. It's also spring training. It ain't that serious. You're just trying to get your work in. Not that anything did happen or was going to happen, but I know in Ultimate Frisbee, I used to play Ultimate all the time back in high school. I was pretty good. You don't care. No officials. Gentlemen's rules. Gentle ladies' rules. Gentle people's rules. You dive. You feel like you make a play. People start yelling. Oh, I hit the ground. It's not a catch. Yada, yada. Get Al River on in here. No, I, I caught it. All right, guess we play on. It's the way it goes. I never understood it. Just get officials in there. Make the calls. Maybe there's just not enough officials. Maybe not enough people want to officiate 
ultimate frisbee. Anyway, Penguins win last night 3-1. to one. Crosby, Rust, Zucker, the goal scorers. They had to beat Nashville. Nashville had a bunch of guys out of the lineup. Not a great hockey club without those players. So the Penguins got done what they needed to get done. But more important than that, Brock McGinn and Mark Friedman were placed on waivers. What does this mean? Well, this from Puckpedia, which is a cap site. If McGinn and Friedman get cleared, or clear waivers, excuse me, and get sent down, the Penguins can fit a $4 million annual cap hit at the deadline. If McGinn gets claimed and Friedman goes down or claimed, they can fit $5.7 bucks annually cap hit at the deadline. So this will give them some flexibility. That's a big deal. Now, Brock McGinn was the big signing, the first one really, I think, from Ron Hextall when he came in as general manager of the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's a really bad look now over the last couple of days. Casperi Kapanen gets the two-year, six-ish million dollar deal with the Penguins from Ron Hextall after only scoring two goals in his previous 42 games. And then you got to put him on waivers because he just ain't doing it. And Ron Hextall said at the press conference, well, he's almost a half a point per game player. We still think he could be a productive guy in the league. Yeah, man, just take the L. It was a bad signing at the time. You admit to it whenever you place him on waivers. There's no need to try to justify it after the fact. Bad look. Brock McGinn, who hadn't had a point in the calendar year, I think he had one last night. Good for him. He gets placed on waivers, and you're waving the white flag on that guy too, saying, yeah, he's not good enough, doesn't fit with what we're doing. So two big L's by Ron Hextall. Now, I will say, Jim Rutherford used to get praised all the time if he would make a mistake and then go and try to rectify that mistake via trade. So at least you've got Ron Hextall not married to guys who aren't playing well right now. Now, maybe it's too little too late, and we'll see if a deal gets swung, but at least he's not going to say, let's throw these dudes out into the lineup every single night. I mean, just not playing Brock McGinn might wind up the way he's been playing this year, addition by subtraction. But now there's a ton of rumors coming out about the Penguins' interest in a couple of forwards from Vancouver. Brock Besser, JT Miller, perhaps there's another name or two, and the potential return could be the Penguins trading a guy who I think's maybe been their best defenseman this year in Marcus Pedersen to facilitate one of those deals. But if you give him up, does that mean you're trying to get Jacob Chikrin in here to replace him, the kid from Arizona who you have for the next two-plus years at a reasonable cap number? I don't know. There's a ton of speculation. I imagine the Penguins will make a trade today. That much, I think, is guaranteed. They're going to make a deal. But here's what I don't get. This is what was killing me on Twitter yesterday because I was constantly refreshing trying to see if something was coming down Penguins Pike land. So many folks were pre mad about this. Oh, you don't want JT Miller in here. He's going to have $8 million cap hit after the season. Well, the guy had 99 points last year. 
He's not the same player this year, but he's still a really productive guy. $8 million is a lot, but you don't know what the deal's going to be. You don't know if any salary is going to be retained. If it's Brock Besser, you don't know if any salary is going to be retained. You don't know if the Penguins are trading Marcus Pedersen. You don't know any of these facts yet because they're not facts. We just don't know. There's only speculation. One of the last reports I read after all day it was, oh, Brock Besser could be going to Pittsburgh was Penguins not interested in Brock Besser. So what I would tell you, Penguins fans, is don't get pre-mad. Why are we, We're so negative about everything. I feel like that's our status quo as sports fans nowadays is we're just pissed about everything. Like Pitt fans with the AP Top 25. Recognize us. We deserve it. Maybe you did. But how about you celebrate the fact that with one more win, you win the damn ACC championship? How about you celebrate that? How about Pitt's going to play in the NCAA tournament? Why don't we celebrate that? No, instead it's when Pitt got ranked, I got so many tweets. You're an idiot. You said Pitt shouldn't be ranked. Well, I didn't think they should have before. I'm fine with it now. I mean, the win that catapulted them to being ranked was against a Syracuse team, and it was impressive putting up 99 points. They just gave up 96 yesterday to Georgia Tech of all teams, for for goodness sakes. That's not a good team that just, or a Wake Forest, one of the two. Regardless, those teams aren't good hanging 96 on Syracuse. Maybe Syracuse is just bad, bad. But regardless, I don't want to get caught in the weeds on that. Instead of, oh, Pitt's going to put up a banner this year, it's, oh, why didn't so-and-so vote for us in the top 25? It's always negative. Meanwhile, with the Penguins, all last week, the fire Hextall chants ring out in PPG Paints Arena. This guy's sitting on his hands. Where's he been? Hasn't done anything. He's asleep at the wheel. Now he's trying to make a trade. Well, don't do that one. I know better. It's a stupid trade. How dare you? We don't even know the details yet. We know one's coming. You don't send these guys to waivers if you're not trying to clear cap space because you've got bigger plans. So why don't we see what the plans are before we lose our ever-loving minds? And if you want to complain after the fact, I'm sure there will be reasons why you can. But you've been calling for a trade. They're going to do one. Why don't you let it materialize? I'm tired of our preset as fans being, we're ticked off. We're ticked off until there's a reason to not be ticked off. Why don't you just let things come to you? Celebrate the good times, and if you're asking for a trade, and one's in the pike, one's brewing, how about you wait and see what actually happens? 412-928-9370. Coming up next, it is a banner kind of night for Pitt Athletics. It could be, but there's something squirrely going on. I'll get to that coming up next. It's the early morning show on 93. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Seven the fan.
Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet, Silverado's, Colorado's, back in stock with a great selection. Stop in and online at sunchevy.com. Sunny today, highs in the upper 60s. How about that? Going to be beautiful. Could be a beautiful day to win an ACC championship if you're the Pitt Panthers men's basketball team. They'll take on Notre Dame tonight, senior day in South Bend. Mike Bray's final coaching appearance for Notre Dame before he walks out the door. Originally, it was reported as a retirement. He ain't retiring. That came out, I think, last week. He was going to still coach basketball. Regardless, maybe there'll be some juice for Notre Dame. Here's where it's wild for me. Pitt leads the ACC. I mean, that is wild. They were picked 14th. Jeff Capel on the hot seat. And here they are, with one more win, get at least a share of the title. And if you win your final two, guess what? It's all yours. I can give it to you. You earned it. ACC champs. Meanwhile, Pitt just put up 99 points on Syracuse. Again, first place. Notre Dame is not a good basketball team this year. 10 and 19. 10 up, 19 down. And Notre Dame... Only a four-and-a-half-point underdog at home against the Pitt Panthers. What am I missing there? Something ain't adding up. What do they know that I don't know? I mean, Pitt's still favored, as they should be, but I would think it would be a bigger line than that. Four-and-a-half. That always gives me pause. I don't know if I'm going to give you betting advice right now, but I do think there's something squirrely, something fishy. Maybe it's just that it is Bray's last game there. That there's going to be extra pop. In the building. I don't know. Maybe Notre Dame's a bad matchup. I don't know. They're 10 and 19. Four and a half points seems too small. Maybe it's easy money if you're a Pitt fan. Take Pitt and the points. But that that kind of struck me as odd. The bigger story, of course, though, is that they can win the ACC. And I don't know if next year you're going to see this Pitt basketball team be as good. Maybe they will be. Got the big-time recruit coming in. You got Blake Hinson coming back. You imagine that Capel's going to hit the transfer portal hard once again, and after you win, it makes it that much easier to hit the transfer portal. More now than ever, I think, winning begets winning and losing begets losing in collegiate sports, although Pitt's sort of bucking that trend right now because they've been losers for the last six years, and here they are, potentially with a chance to raise a banner, but for the time being, the here and now, let's live in the present, this is a little mini golden era of pit athletics, and I know that the Olympic sports are doing great, and I'm sure that matters to a lot of people out there, whatever, it's football and it's basketball. Pitt won the ACC in football, was it a down year for the league? Yeah, who cares? Doesn't matter. Is it a down year for the ACC right now? Absolutely it is. So what? Doesn't matter. You win a banner, that's what matters. And I hope that Pitt fans can appreciate where they are right now. 20 wins over the last two years in football is nothing to scoff at. Hasn't happened in 40 years. And a chance to win an outright conference championship if you win your final two games? 
I mean, you go back to that team that went to the Elite Eight and lost to Scotty Reynolds. That team didn't win the Big East. That team didn't win the Big East tournament. This Pitt team's got a chance to do something special. Enjoy it. And with one win tonight against a team that they're favored over, Notre Dame, you get at least a share. Up next, Fan Morning Show pre-show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 